This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. caught yourself praying a, just an extremely pious and, and faith-filled prayer, and in the back of your mind, you're thinking thoughts like I just share. You're thinking, you know, what happened to all those promises? I mean, the Bible says, nah, 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 but you're, oh, our Father who art in heaven, <laughs> hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. And what you're actually thinking is, well, you just do what I need you to do, you know? Just be honest about it. Whether we'd like to admit it or not, each of us have had our fair share of frustrations towards our Heavenly Father. Whether it's because we're impatient or we think our way would be better, we've all had our moments. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches us the importance of being honest about our attitudes and repenting accordingly. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 28, with today's message. Chapter 28, verse 1 says, Now, when they'd escaped, they found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer. whom Though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they'd looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. In that region, there was an estate of the leading citizen, the magistrate was the idea of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went in to him. And prayed, and he laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. They also honored us in many ways, and when we departed, they provided such things as were necessary. Now, think about that. Paul finally makes it to shore, you know, just when he thinks he's safe, just when he thinks, you know, you know, I don't know when I'm going to get to Rome, but at least I'm not going to drown, you know, and, and he's just trying to get warm, trying to get dried off and and a snake for crying out loud, of all things. Now, I know that some people are fond of snakes. I have no idea what's wrong with them. When I grew up, I mean, a snake was something that you avoided if possible and killed if necessary. I mean, you just, just you didn't have them as pets. We had poisonous snakes all over the place. 
to me, there's just, there's almost nothing more frightening than a poisonous snake. I would face a full grown bear rather than a poisonous snake. I can remember so many times my next door neighbor, when I was a, a little bitty boy, um, our next door neighbor went to sit down on the toilet and there was one curled in her toilet bowl. Don't know how he got in there. I got a little bit older and different next door neighbor, different house, but pulled up in her garage, got out of her car, closed the door, and, and, and there's one coiled up next to the doorstep, poisonous snake. I mean, I could talk for hours about encounters, you know. When I was about 14, there was a little pond not far from, from where I lived, and I'd go down there and take my fishing pole, you know, after school and in the summer or whatever and, and go fishing. And one day I was down there by myself and I'd caught three or four fish and I had them on a, on a string, you know, in the water and, and, uh, just sitting there minding my own business. And I hear a commotion in the water at my feet where the fish were. And these were small fish. This was too big a commotion, you know, for these small fish. I looked down there and, and there's a, a water moccasin with one of those little fish in his mouth. Now, you know, water moccasins are unique as snakes go because they're aggressive. They're territorial. You know, most snakes, if you, you know, if, as long as you don't step on them, they're going to go the opposite direction. When, if you know, you're walking along, they're going to take off. Water moccasins don't run. They come after you. They're like a bad dog. You know, they're territorial. And uh, they don't get real long. A big water moccasin, you know, maybe be that long. But they'll get like that big around. They just get fat. And they're just, to me, they're just the ugliest creature on the face of the earth. And especially when they got one of my fish in its mouth, you know. And I look down and, and I see this big water moccasin, um, you know, the mouth open. And, and uh, you know, they call them cotton mouse because the inside of their mouth is white. And it's just like a nearly black snake with an open white mouth and the big old fangs and he's got my fish in his mouth and I'm thinking how bad do I want that fish <laughs> not bad enough you know so I, but to me this story the idea of enduring what Paul endured two weeks through a hurricane he's already he's been a prisoner two years God has promised him, you're, you're, you're going to Rome. And the implication, at least, if not the actual promise of God, was that he was going to preach the gospel to the ruler of the world, Caesar himself. Now, imagine what, I mean, I know what would have been going through my mind at this point. Thanks for the snake. You know, what have I got? What, did I do something? Here, I mean, are you punishing me? I, at first, I'm, I'm I'm in chains for two years. I mean, you said chains and tribulations, but I mean, two years. It's been two years, and then the boat, and they won't listen to me, and we're in the storm, and two weeks we can't tell if it's day or night. We can't even eat. Shipwreck. The ship's coming apart. We got to swim for shore. I'm I'm cold. I'm hungry. I'm wet. I'm just trying to get dry and warm. And the poisonous snake bites me. It's like, what did I ever do to you, God? No, no, that's just me. I, all of you are so mature. 
that you never, ever have a bad attitude toward God. You know, just a footnote. When you do, just admit it. Just admit it. Have you ever caught yourself praying a, just an extremely pious and, and faith-filled prayer? And in the back of your mind, you're thinking thoughts like I just shared. You're thinking, you know, what happened to all those promises? I mean, the Bible says, nah, 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 nah. but you're, oh, our Father who art in heaven, <laughs> hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. What you're actually thinking is, I wish you'd just do what I need you to do. You know, just be honest about it. Just be honest about it. You know, we're not honest because we're afraid lightning's going to strike us or something. Well, if lightning was going to strike you, it would have, when the thoughts popped in, you would have been dead. Because he's, he's reading this. You understand that? He's reading this. You don't fool God. You don't fool him. He's reading your heart. He's listening. For the heart attitude, and that's he responds to us on the basis of what's going on in our heart, not what's coming out of our lips. I had a boss say to me one time years ago, I don't really listen too much to what you say. I watch what you do. Boy, that's God. Now, if what you say matches what you do, well, okay, but he's, he's paying attention to the real you, the real deal. And I wonder, you know, from, listen, from Luke's perspective here, Paul just shook it off and went on about his business. Man, I'd love to know what he was thinking. Because I can't help but put myself, I mean, I just, I get just shivers thinking about the snake. Because all I can see is that big old water moccasin, you know, bam. Oh, I'd have been shaking it off all right. But the whole time I'd have been dancing and jumping and you know what I mean? Oh, shoot. Get this off of me. Get it off of me. When it, you know, you, get, you read this, and Paul shook it off and went on about his, this thing just grabbed on. And you know, when a snake grabs you, it wraps too. So, you know what I mean? They don't just bite and hang there. I mean, they wrap. So they're not letting go easy. Man, oh man. I just, I wonder what was going through Paul's mind. What was he thinking? The storm, the attack, and, and what imagery, you know, because consistently in the scripture, the great serpent is Satan. You know, the devil latches on, doesn't he? He just latches on. And you're never safe. Just when you think you're safe. Two weeks of storm, shipwrecked, makes it to land. Just when he thinks he's safe. Bam! Snake grabs it. That's all we have time for today. Pastor Robert has much more to teach us from the pages of God's Word on the next edition of Main Thing Radio. Before we go today, we'd like to ask you to prayerfully consider joining us in moving the Word of God forward through financially contributing to Main Thing Radio. Here's Pastor Robert to tell you more. I love that God's Word is moving through the nation and that all of us here at Main Thing Radio get to be a part of that. Producing quality editions of this program does incur costs, however, and that's where we're asking for your help generous financial support from believers like you make these broadcasts possible. For donations of $20 or more, I'd like to say thank you by sending you a copy of my wife Elizabeth's book, Come Fill the Gap, 30 Days in the Song of Solomon. This isn't a self-help book, rather it's a renewing of a passionate relationship with Jesus through a month-long study of the pages of the Song of Solomon. 
If you'd like to contribute to the ongoing teaching of God's Word here at Main Thing Radio, just click on the Donate button at the top right of the MainThingRadio.com webpage. Thanks, Pastor Robert, and thank you for prayerfully considering joining us in this way. Pastor Robert will continue to share God's Word with us on the next edition of Main Thing Radio.